In this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Genesis chapter 25. Abraham married another woman named Keturah, and she gave him six sons. Abraham left everything to Isaac. But while Abraham was still alive, he gave gifts to his other sons and then sent them to the east to live away from Isaac. Abraham lived to be 175 years old, and then he died. Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah next to Sarah. After Abraham's death, the Lord blessed Isaac, who was living near Beer Lahai Roy. Ishmael, Abraham's son, who he had with Sarah's Egyptian maidservant, Hagar, had 12 sons. Just like God said, these 12 sons grew to be the rulers of 12 tribes. Ishmael lived to be 137 years old, and then he died. Ishmael's descendants lived in the area from Havilah to Shur, near the border of Egypt. And just like God said, they lived in hostility towards all their brothers, which means they fought them and they did not get along. The chapter goes on to tell about Isaac. As we learned in the last chapter, when Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah. Much like Sarah, Rebekah was unable to get pregnant, so Isaac prayed to the Lord and God answered his prayers. Rebekah got pregnant and the babies moved around a lot in her belly because they were fighting. Of course, Rebecca didn't have all the medical technology we had today, so she didn't know there were two babies in her belly, and she didn't understand what was going on or why she had so much movement in her belly. So she went to ask the Lord, why is this happening to me? The Lord responded, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you will be separated. One will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When it was time for Rebecca to have her babies, the first one came out with red hair all over his body, so they named him Esau, which means hairy. After this, his brother Jacob came out holding on to Esau's heel. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebecca had babies. The boys grew up, and Esau was a skillful hunter. Jacob was quiet and kind of a homebody. Isaac loved the taste of wild game, and he loved Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. One day, Esau spent the day outdoors, and when he came home, Jacob was cooking stew. Esau came in very hungry and asked Jacob to give him some stew. Jacob, taking total advantage of the situation, told Esau to sell him his birthright and he would give him a bowl of stew. Esau basically said, what good is a birthright when I'm about to die of starvation? So Esau traded his birthright for stew and bread. A birthright was typically given to the firstborn, and it gave them a larger portion of the inheritance and put them in a position of leadership in the family. It was a pretty big deal. But Esau was so worried about his immediate feelings, he didn't even think through the long-term consequences of making a hasty decision like selling his birthright to his brother for a bowl of stew. He exaggerated his situation by saying he was starving to death. But it sounds like something he just said to help him justify making a foolish choice. He may have felt good about his decision while he was eating the stew, but a few hours later, when he was starting to become a little hungry again, I bet he began to see things a little more clearly and probably felt sick to his stomach that he made such a hasty and awful decision. One of the ways God helps us learn patience and discernment, which means making wise decisions, is by not giving us everything we want or just not giving it to us right away. Just like Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah wanted children, but they couldn't have any. Isaac prayed to God, who is the only one that could fix the problem. But just like his parents, their prayers weren't answered right away. God has perfect timing, and only he knows when is the right time to give us what we're asking for. 
But it's still important to continue to pray and take our request to Him or ask Him to change our desires to align with His will for us. Just like any good father, He wants to bless us, but He also wants us to ask and have hearts that love and trust Him above all else. He's an amazing God.